So this girl is just sort of like panicking because she has to go to the bathroom. So I said, oh, you should stick your butt out of the door because then if you get struck by lightning, there's a lot less of you to be struck. It's right. just your butt. Yes. And right. hey, man, that's better than your whole body. I'm going away. I'm going away. I'm going away from home. I'm going away. I'm this is the Summer Camp Chronicles, a podcast where one camp old timer and one young camp professional explore what makes summer camp so special to so many people. This season, we're featuring your camp stories. Join us on the podcast to tell us about your camp experiences. Everything from the funniest and most inspirational to the grossest and most embarrassing. Check out our latest topic prompts and submit your story at summercampchronicles.com. Ben, the poop episode has arrived. We were hesitant about choosing this theme, but I think it's going to give us some content. No, I wasn't hesitant at all. When, when, <laughs> when you described to me, it's like, so Ben came to me with the concept for this season and it's based on Armchair Anonymous, which is the Dax Shepard armchair experts folks. And, you know, you sort of described like, okay, so here's the deal. Like there's going to be a topic and people are going to come out and tell stories. I was like, okay, that sounds okay. And then as soon as you said, so for example... Like it could be like the craziest like poop story. I was like, oh, I'm in. This is this is what I want yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean the model's great, but also like in the setting that, of camp, we see shit all the time. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's also my like my sense of humor. Like, I'll give an example. So like this week, this week, all of my friends have received the same text from me because I just think it's hilarious and I'm such a genius. We have this cookbook that's called The Perfect Loaf. And it's a, it's, it's a baking book because my wife likes to bake and she makes us lots of sourdough and stuff. So it's a sourdough baking instruction manual. And elsewhere in the kitchen, I'm aging myself here, I have Metamucil because I take Metamucil every day, <laughs> keep myself regular. So for me, like that, like the pinnacle of my year was putting the Metamucil next to the perfect loaf and taking a picture of it and sending it to my friends. Because to me, that I mean, was like That genius. is funny. Yeah, that is genius. pretty genius. Yeah. But that's like, that's where my brain is. It's fourth grade boys humor. And I'm, yeah. I'm ready to hear some poop stories. Disasters on the toilet or off the toilet. We got some good, good stories this week. The first one is someone that I have invited in. Awesome. And this is going to be our youngest guest so far. This is a camper okay. perspective from a camper age person. And it's a doozy. Okay. I can't ready? wait. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. Okay. What is up? Welcome in. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Hey there, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, hang on. We owe you a thank you because you are brave hopping on a, a very controversial episode. <laughs> uh, this is the first one that we've had, Eric, that's about bodily fluids and movements. Um, but uh, I, I'm really interested to hear from a campus perspective, mm -hmm. a poop story, an emergency evacuation, something to do with, and pardon my language, shit and camp. So fill us in. What have we got? So uh, my story takes place uh, on a camping trip. And this was, um, I think I was maybe 10 or 11 years old. And my age group was going on a trip to a water park in New Hampshire. And um, 
you know, it was, it was a fantastic trip. Uh, I had a really good time, made some really good memories. But the memory that sticks out the most is the thing that happened while we were camping. And we only had one night um, at this campsite and it was, it was beautiful. I mean, there was a, there was a lake and the, our, our only night there, we had uh, dinner. I think, I think that the, the camping people brought like spaghetti. So we were having spaghetti and all of a sudden we hear boom, thunder. And across the lake, we see lightning and everybody freaks out. Because you have you're to imagine, outside at this point, like you guys are outside. Oh yeah. Okay. Like middle yeah, yeah. of the woods. Yeah. Uh, you have to imagine like maybe 10 or 12, 11 year old girls plus 10 to 12 boys yep. screaming. So I don't know what happened in the boys tent that night, but I do know what happened in the girls tent. And what happened was we all ran to the tent and as soon as we got there, it felt like it just started downpouring. And for just a few hours, we were sitting in the tent. We had our, our plates of spaghetti that we had, I don't know why, we had brought them into the tent with us. I guess we were uh, hungry. Yep. And so we have our plates of spaghetti and we're sitting in the tent and it's a grand old time. And then, you know, the, the sun is setting and someone from the camping crew was like, hey, called from their tent to ours. Hey, you guys should probably go to sleep now. Because, you know, prime adult supervision. And so... But at this point, you know, were you, was it still storming? Were you, were you like allowed to leave your tent? Or you guys felt like you were kind of trapped in the tent? It was storming with a okay. capital S. Okay. I mean, thunder every like five seconds. We had sort of just gotten used to it. So the counselors um, are probably like, this is so good. We don't have to be counselors at all. The campers are just going to oh, be I'm in the sure. tent. Go to sleep. Go to bed. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. I'm sure. They were like, you guys are fine. Yeah. It's just a storm you're dry, you're safe, go to bed. Okay. So it's dark, we're in the tent, we're whispering, we're giggling. And all of a sudden, this girl says to the tent at large, I need to go to the bathroom. And we all just stared at her like, Mm. oh, well, that's an issue. (laughs) And I remember for some reason we were like, well, you can't go out in the storm because you're going to get struck by lightning. So we called across to the camping people and we were like, she, she has to go to the bathroom and we don't know what to do. And, and this guy was like, don't go outside. <laughs> Responsible counselor. I love it. Very. I mean, I don't know what he expected us to do, but he just said, don't go outside. And we were like, he didn't tell you what to do. He told you what not to do. Yeah. Whatever exactly. you do to go outside, figure the rest out on your own. Okay. Exactly. So this girl is just sort of like panicking because she has to go to the bathroom and doesn't know what to do. So I said, oh, you should stick your butt out of the door because no, because hear me out, because then if you get struck by lightning, there's a lot less of you to be struck. It's just your butt. Yes. And hey, man, that's better than your whole body. Absolutely. Well, you're also then you're also then putting the shit out of the tent i mean that that exactly. seemed like a really logical well at this question. point i'm right. sure that everyone in the tent assumed or were told that this is not just a pee situation like that this this camper needed yeah. to take a dump no yeah we, we were well aware okay. she was she was yeah. making it quite clear of right. uh, what kind of emergency it was so you know i made the suggestion and everybody looked at me like i was insane so this girl in the midst of her panic she picks up one of the plates oh no and I want to take you back to picture the tent for a moment because mm-hmm. 
there were maybe 10 of us packed into this tent and our sleeping bags are all in a row. We're packed in like sardines. Um, oh, tight. But for some reason I had less stuff than everybody else. I had like one less bag somehow. So they each had like this section taken yeah. up, but I had some spare space where like the head of my sleeping bag was. And so this girl picks up the paper plate where she had been eating her spaghetti. The spaghetti's gone. Yeah. Um, there's like remnants of tomato sauce. She picks it up. She brings it over to the only spare space in the tent. Hang on, and... So she scrapped your idea of sticking her backside out the tent door. She was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to shit in front yeah. of everybody right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I remember the words that she said as we were like, what the heck are you doing? She was like, got to do what you got to do. She puts oh, the no. plate down by the head of my sleeping bag and she squats. And we all screamed, I'm pretty sure. And so, you know, she does it. Oh, it's no. done. And there is now a plate of poop by oh. the head of my sleeping bag. In a and tent with no ventilation. Exactly. So you can, I mean, you can just imagine. I, I don't want to make you imagine, but I mean, you can imagine. It's too late. Um, <laughs> I'm already sick of <laughs> imagining it. <laughs> what she didn't think through was the next step. Right. So she has this plate on the ground by my sleeping bag. And so now we're all coming up with ideas of what to do with this plate and how to dispose of it. Mm. And I said, oh, just throw it out the door. And she was like, okay, fine. That's a decent idea. So she picks up the plate, she opens the door and it's, you know, downpour still. But when she tried to throw it, it was sort oh, of no. like a frisbee motion. Mm. Oh no. So the plate went one way. Oh no. But the things that were on the plate um just kind of plopped down on the ground. Oh. Like like outside of the tent. Don't worry. Oh, so it's not on the floor of the tent, but it's still it's really not close. On the floor of the tent. Yeah. It's very close. However, we were like, this is fine. It's outside the tent. We're exhausted. Yeah. We're gonna go to sleep. So we did. But the thing is, we woke up in the morning and a different girl in our tent, in our cabin, she woke up, went to put her shoes on, and we heard this blood-curdling scream. Mm. She picks up her shoe and she tips it over and out comes, excuse my language, a piece of shit. Yuck. Oh, spaghetti shit out of the shoe. It's probably exactly. wet, like waterlogged shoe too, because it was, or maybe it was under oh, the yeah. awning of the tent, but it was, I'm sure it's a wet shoe too. No, it was, it was full of water, Ben. It was oh. full of water. Yikes. Wow. And I mean, the scream that came out of that girl haunts me to this day. So I love, I've got a few questions. I love that, that we've had a few loud screams. Counselors are nowhere to be seen, which is fantastic. <laughs> oh, no. I love it. But without going into too much detail, I do have some technical clarifications because usually when one goes number two there is a, a process after the you know the removal of the bowels to maybe clean up and wipe it mm-hmm. sounds like it doesn't there wasn't much time or resources many resources for that she just dumped on the plate and pulled up and says i'm going to shower tomorrow back at camp pretty much i mean we, we oh, were no. t- to be fair we were going to a water park right. <laughs> oh no so sliding down those slides would have done the job cleaning it real good that's that's what i'm saying oh wow we 
this is exceeding all expectations of today's episode. And I love it. So you're uh, like an oldest camper now, I think, in your camp. Uh, mm-hmm. Is this camper still in in the group? She's actually not. She mm-hmm. um, she was for for a long time after this, and this story became something that we were not allowed to talk about. Like yeah. it was forbidden. That's fair. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it became our age group's notorious poop story. And yeah. the, all, all the boys found out about it. Oh, and no. it was just it was just an age group secret. Like we are not allowed to talk about this. And this girl um, continued going to camp for another two years after the event. And and then I, I, I don't know why she left, but she stopped coming to camp. So no, I mate. haven't seen her for a couple of years. Hope she's okay. Grandma's in the cellar. Lordy, can't you smell her cooking biscuits on that darned old dirty stove? Dirty stove! In her eyes, some matter that keeps dripping in the batter, and she whistles as the <gasps> runs down her nose. 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 And she whistles as the <gasps> runs down her nose. Welcome to the Summer Camp Chronicles. Good morning. Oh, dear. Technical difficulties. Sorry. Right. Good morning, everyone. How yeah, you doing? You, how's the uh, editing uh, on Summer Camp Chronicles? It's, it's professional. What, what do you mean? What kind of question is that? <laughs> no, I assumed nothing less. I just wanted to make sure that it was going to be, you know, this is going to be a well put together, well produced podcast, and I can make a few mistakes and then you guys will be able to fix my mistakes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And you're going to be perfect. Then I'm in. Not, nothing, no pressure. Yeah, so here you are. You're, you're here to tell us a story about poop. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, um, I, I think poop as a society, we don't talk about it enough. Like it's a very natural thing that everyone does. And so I was so glad to see that that was a prompt on, on this podcast. Yeah. I, I, I was about to chat before you jump into it. You, I have to yeah. relate. Like we don't understand how much poop comes up and that there are very few other jobs in the world where you're talking to a sophisticated adult about their children's shit and their shit patterns and their comfort with going to the toilet and even the consistency of what the shit looks like. Like Mm. that's in our job. Yeah, exactly. Like this, this past summer, like I would have daily conversations with our nurse, like, Hey, did this person poop today? (laughs) And there were days too, where you would just see this camper walk up to the health center and then sort of like give a thumbs up to the nurse and then oh like leave a, a feeling giddy. And then I like, I go and high five the nurse and it's like, this is so cool. We're just like celebrating <laughs> poop. Uh, and obviously like th- we're talking about constipation in that case, right? Like we finally got it out. Great. Like, and we're like trying all these different methods to get poop out. It's like, this is just incredible. Uh, but, so again, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, you're right that really the only thing that makes it weird is, is that we, we as a society have decided that it's weird to talk about after a certain right. age. Like, if you have kids in daycare, at least my kids when they were in daycare, I got a daily report. Did they eat? Did they sleep? Did they poop? What time did I change their diaper? And like, that's totally, totally. normal and acceptable. And it's not like, oh, it's can't believe we're talking about poop. But it's right. true. When the kids are like 17, it's like, it feels. Yeah, I think it, I think it becomes weird when it's one's own poop. I'll talk about poop or I'll clean up someone else's shit. Right. I'm never going to fucking tell the nurse what my shit looked like. <laughs> on but I know Monday. this about you, Ben. I know this because I offered you a cabin one summer, the best cabin in camp. It was like, like Ben became our assistant director and it's like, Hey, you get to pick the cabin. Do you want to live in uh, this bunk? And, and it was like the one that was near the Wi-Fi, and it was like, you know, like central. And he said, no, I, I don't want to live there because if I go back to my cabin to poop, I need like total privacy. Silence. I don't want to be, I don't want kids like walking by the cabin while I'm in there pooping. 
So he kept his like poop anxiety is real out in the woods. <laughs> I'm gonna shit. So in that's a such that's such a great segue to what I want to talk about with like office bathrooms, which I feel like have this you have this like fake sense of privacy in them. Like for example, when I worked in my camp uh, as a counselor, I never wanted to poop in my cabin because a the stalls. I I'm a taller person, so. I couldn't fit in the stalls. Like I could not sit down and close the door and lock it to take a poop, which is like inhumane for a tall person. I need to talk to my <laughs> camp directors about that. And then obviously you have like kids in there too. Like you try and do it during your period off, whatever. So I would go to the office bathroom often to take my poops. It's just a lot more spacious. It sort of feels like you're in a hotel, like a nice hotel taking a poop mm. from a camp perspective. Now, I think sometimes our campers felt that way too. And so this really funny story about this kid, and this happened multiple times. I'm just going to share one of the examples. I can go on about other times that it happened too. Um, but we have this camper at camp. It's a quieter guy, taller like me too. So I imagine maybe he wanted to use the bathroom this way also. Uh, but he goes in there for a poop one day. Um, and this is in our old camp office. So as you guys know, as camp professionals, like your office is not like this nicely insulated building with soundproofing everywhere. And like, there is no privacy in any camp space really. But again, the office bathrooms for some reason, like give people this fake sense of security and privacy. Like, yeah, I can just do my thing in here and no one's really going to know what's going on. But that's just- I'm imagining the the walls are still so thin. Exactly. Yeah. And in our old office, in my office, which was the program uh, director's office, which was also just like where everyone dumped all of their shit, literally and figuratively, I guess. (laughs) That sort of worked out nicely. But yeah, I mean, it's like an absolute just dumpster in there. Uh, But it was adjacent, like right behind where the bathrooms are. Um, And this is like a free time one day and um, talking, shooting the shit with um, one of our other like leadership team members. And all of a sudden, we just hear like these odd grunts coming from the bathroom <laughs> and it's like, what's oh, no. going on? And then it turned into like, oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking shit. And you're hearing this from the bathroom. And I'm just hearing this from my office. It's just like, like out of absolute nowhere. And we're just like, Fucking God, fucking toilet. <laughs> just, <laughs> This is coming from a child's mouth. Out the toilet. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we, fi- we a- figured out who it was very quickly. Yeah. Uh, even though this camper was super quiet, I think he had um, a slight speech impediment too. So it was just odd to hear him talking so loudly. He was always a very quiet kid. Uh, yeah, he was like a run, other- like this. We're talking about like ten year old, sixteen year old. Roughly, where are we here? He was a sixteen year old. He was one of our okay. oldest campers. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so again, taller um, and like very rarely talked in camp. And all of a sudden he had this moment of just like, just a total outburst about his shit. (laughs) And so obviously um, we're like, I mean, we're, of course we're laughing a little bit. Like, how can you not laugh at this situation? Someone yelling at a toilet about their shit, right? Like that is inherently a funny thing to do. Totally. Uh, And so we go in and um, not go, we go around (laughs) the office and go knock on the door and like, Hey, like always say, hey, buddy, you know, <laughs> don't want to like say their name, but hey, right, buddy. And uh, like, no, this fucking toilet it's, it's, it continues to get so escalated about this shit, <laughs> this toilet in the bathroom. 
uh, and it turns out like he ends up coming out and he's like, God, fucking the toilet's overflowing. And he comes out and there's just like a layer of poop water oh. on the floor <laughs> in the toilet, in this bathroom, like this pristine office bathroom. Um, so beautiful. And uh, unfortunately, and then the thing that you realize when you get into like camp admin life is like, this now sort of becomes your job to clean up. Yeah, you can't, like, walk, can't walk away from that you, one. You, you can't walk away. You can't, hey, I got to call like our housekeeper is like, it's on their time off during that time too. Like that's a real dick move. So like, this is your job. So my leadership team member and I like, we're like, right, let's go get our boot. We went and got rain boots on. We're like <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> calling <laughs> the maintenance guy. We need some like real plumbers or uh, uh, plungers for this. And then, yeah, we go in rain boots on like rolling up our sleeves rolling up our pants and just getting after it and, and i'm assuming uh, the campus split by then he was like deuces oh yeah the campus gone staff member that was with him <laughs> totally gone like totally irrelevant to the situation now like they're this like never happened now. Yeah, oh. it becomes our problem uh and yeah there's like so many instances like no, i shouldn't say so many but other instances like that where kids just have like they just go nuts in the bathroom because like they had a really weird shit and, well that's what i wanted to ask about because i was losing yeah losing it hearing this story of like what warranted him having that meltdown right like on the toilet was it the water was right. rising and hit his ass or was it like he finished <laughs> trying, to, trying to flush and then realized the toilet's fucked like i'm just imagining him in that situation and teenagers right. are already inherently awkward yeah. like they don't right. want anyone to know they're taking a shit yeah. in the bathroom and then for that to happen i can totally understand his yeah. frustration yeah right and we're not gonna like go process that situation no, too much after no. right like it's so no, uncomfortable no. i was like like so tell me about what really happened. Yeah, good point. So did, did the water touch your butt? Or, uh, no, I think what I think what happened is that like he was trying to flush it, he had clogged it, and yeah. just, it kept trying, and it obviously wasn't working. Yeah. And then obviously, yeah. but that's the funniest part. Like that. we're talking earlier about how we have to. It's incorporated in our job about talking about shit, but like we literally have to yeah. explain to kids how and what to flush. You cannot yeah. take half of a roll of toilet paper, <laughs> right. even like the paper towels. They cannot go in the yeah. bathroom. The amount of times that we're plunging toilets because they've flushed something that yeah. should be going down, but you're right. It happens at such high frequency. That's disgusting. Were you guys yeah. like walking in the shit water? Yeah. I mean, we had to, oh. you had no other choice. You know, yeah. the, it was just shit on the floor, not shit on the floor, but like shit water on the yeah. floor. Right. The, 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 mm. the logs stayed in the toilet. Fortunately well, that's for good. us. Yeah. So that was good. I mean, was got it out and, yeah. you know, like to me, like he, he manifested the reaction that all of us were, would have in our own heads if right. that happened, right? Like it's like yeah. the classic comedy routine, which I'm not going to like pretend to own. But, you know, if you go to someone's house, like this is basically like he's, he didn't own the camp. He's at it's someone's office bathroom. You're flushing the water starting to come up. We have enough like social grace not to scream, you fucking toilet, right? <laughs> but in our head, what are we saying? We're, that's exactly what yeah. we're doing. Like, no, not me, not you, know, not here. No. Right. So like he was I just, know. he was just, oh, this makes me anxious thinking about it. Like thinking if it were me. <laughs> And there could be someone in, entering the toilet after. Like this makes me so angry. I love poop, oh, yeah, but I could not do it myself. Like you I'd have to poop. walk. I could not poop in a public location for this exact reason. Really? Wow. For this yeah. Exact no, reason. I. I think the 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 funnest stories though are the ones where like you just see this kid, and I remember like this is my first summer there. This kid was swimming in the pool, which is funny oh, no. that he had to. <laughs> and there was no poop in the pool, thankfully. But this is a kid I remember like. There was like I not the whole camp, but like most of staff was on board. Like we know this kid hasn't pooped for like a week or something, and like what? needed to poop. And oh I just remember my he was god! At the, he was at the pool, 
and all of a sudden, there was like a hobby night too. So it was like late at night, but like, so it's like everyone's around. So yeah. It's not just like some random camp activity period. So like everyone's there. And this kid all of a sudden just goes, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> and he just gets out of the pool and darts for the health center. Like a child. In the health center. And oh, yeah. And this kid was going like, to labor. He was like eighth or ninth grade or something like that, but he was like he was ready. And it was, I mean, it's oh, it's so it's like afterwards, like not the children are anything like dogs, but I have a dog. Have you noticed a dog after they get a good shit out? They get the zoomies, like they are just like all over the place. <laughs> the funniest thing is watching kids when you know they're constipated and they're walking like there's a carrot up their ass, right? For like four days. <laughs> And then when they're done, they are like willing to do any activity. Yeah, I'll go rock climbing. I'll go right. to the pool. Actually, let me redo my swim check. I'm going to try this now. Like, yeah, mate, because you've been holding yeah. four pounds of shit for the last five days. You've got <laughs> I mean, it's such an uncomfortable feeling to be constipated, yeah. right? Like you get that out of your system. Like, yeah, you're, you're ready. You're like a totally yeah. changed person. So, And I mean, I yeah. say that because I was that kid. I wouldn't have shat for five days. Like if I was a fifth grader going to summer really? camp, I would have been fucked. Like the, in the parent, like the, the home visit, I would have had to say to my prospective camp director, yeah, I can't. I can't shit. Can I borrow your toilet? Mm, wow. Interesting. Yeah. No, I poop every day, very regularly in the morning. And even at camp too, like mm -hmm. it's part of my schedule. Like I know like, you know, first period is going to take off and I've gotten people settled. They're ready That's to roll. Time. I'm going to the bathroom. Ben, I have a question. You talked about home visits. Let's say you're doing a home visit now as, you know, as a mm. camp recruiter, you're mm. in somebody's house. You're supposed to talk to the kid about, about your camp. It's like eight o'clock at night suddenly you really got to go clearly you're not going in their house right oh no i mean suddenly i've really got to go for me is like i've got a three-day barrier like i can hold I, really? if i need to go i can hold, yeah yeah, yeah you ever like, you never really have to go like if you don't find a bathroom now there's gonna be a problem no i mean even when i you know worked with you in the same building i would still drive home go <laughs> and do my business and then come back like i just have that much bad like that poop anxiety is have bad. you never it's had crippling. diarrhea have you never had like urgency at all no so i was talking about this with my workmates the other day i was like i've never really had proper diarrhea like i'm curious as to what it feels like um and then we're like <laughs> we, can give you, we can give you some shit yeah. that will make you shit water oh, you're not old enough yet but when you prep for your first colonoscopy you are in for a surprise yeah, you have like that tea or the drink or beverage or something what i thought uh -huh. you were going to say with the home visit is the other piece of like what if the parent says like my kid either doesn't shit or doesn't know how to wipe his ass and i have mm -hmm. had that i've had that and i don't know if you guys have it in the home visit it was nailed it it was great prospect of fourth grade a really good kid at the very end he goes down to go you know play in his game room and have a conversation with the parents alone and the mum's like yeah ben the only problem is i still have to wipe his backside when he when he goes number two so what, oh, no. what do we do there and like oh, man. you don't prepare for those questions obviously yeah. we, we we understand how to talk about poop but yeah. i simply had to say like yeah, our counselors are not going to be wiping his backside. So that's something you've got to practice with me. Uh, we can get that sorted. But wait, Ben. So I wait, wait, let's go back. Let's go back to Ben Bowles. Yeah. Ben, ben definitely tried to like deflect from his poop. Yeah, steer so away. Are your poops always like like hard and, and dry? Like painful? Like that sounds painful to me. No, not painful. I mean, but okay. never like okay. a runny. Right. I'll tell you what, like, a few, few we have this great website. We'll get some photos up there. Yeah, look, we'll I'll the post them. You know, really sort of weigh in on, on how normal it people, is. People are listening. Going, this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> no, hopefully they're like, yeah, it's like, hopefully normal. they're now a little more comfortable talking about their own poops and Probably. having more conversations with their friends about poop back at Absolutely. home. Absolutely. We have to practice what we preach. And yeah, that's what we do. I mean, I, I talk about poop with 
not strangers, but like my kids are in school and like yeah. I'm making, you know, new adult friends through that. Right. And like, I talk with them about poop. So it's totally. a normal thing to do. It is. You've, normal. Ju- you've just talked about poop with a lot of strangers. Mm. That's true too. And I'm totally comfortable with that they don't know who I am. Yeah. You're so anonymous. All right. Fair <laughs> that's enough. great. But if yeah. you want to like all of a sudden put my face on camera for some reason for the poop segments, I'm, I'm okay yeah. with that. Okay. Post it on right. Insta. Sounds it's like great. we might have a, uh, a third team member doing some uh, back end editing. Orig- but- I don't know if you remember this. Originally, <laughs> in 2020, I said, will you be our producer? And he said, yeah. And then mm. I never asked him to do anything. And then that was it. But this, but- this anonymous... Uh, yeah. Producer. You're less anonymous. Yeah, well, I have yeah. to admit, if, if this is something that you would want to do, I'm already... This is going to frustrate Eric, but I'm just a shithead. I'm already overwhelmed with like trying to keep track of like who's emailing us, who's scheduling, stuff like that. Oh, dear. But up to you wow this I, random i did almost, podcast guest all of a sudden gets a job offer hey it was the wow. comfort about poop the fact that you were ready to talk <laughs> about shit means you, you fit i almost fired ben this week so i you know if you're out there and you're interested in co-hosting this podcast <laughs> with me definitely <laughs> write in please because uh you can't see this because it's, it's podcasting but it's on a TikTok I'm, I'm showing my my text and there's a lot of blue <laughs> like screens full of blue where i'm saying all good you still there everything okay but those that know are we on me for friday are we recording friday? like I got to the oh point goodness. where I had to text his fiance. Actually, I had my wife text his fiance and say, "Has Ben lost his phone?" <laughs> Legitimately, and she's like, "No, Wait, I, I love think that so." You had your wife text his fiance. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I don't have Nicole's. <laughs> I don't have Nicole's number in my phone. But I said, That's "Daddy, please text Nicole and find out if Ben lost his phone." And she wrote back and said, "I don't think so. Why is he not responding?" Right. And then, like two seconds later, I got a text back. Hey, we're good. We're good for Friday. <laughs> I got home and Nicole's like, I love you, but one thing that drives me up the wall more than anything else is when people reach out to me asking if <laughs> So Ben, this is the thing. You don't respond to people's texts. It they, is a they thing. Have to text your fiance whose name yeah. is Nicole. It's to... really a thing. You know what it that is? is? If you poop more often, something. you have plenty of time sitting on a toilet to answer our texts. That's and true. you reply to texts on the toilet? No, but you could if you just... I could. I mean, you, clearly, you're too busy otherwise, but this could be your toilet time, could be your texting time. That but you got to drink more water, mm. eat more fiber. I want to linger a little longer, a little longer. The Summer Camp Chronicles is hosted by me, Eric Sassone, and by Ben Jerez. If you like what you hear, please tell your friends... Give us a five-star rating and write your review. It will all help us share the podcast with other camp lovers like you. Follow us on Instagram at Summer Camp Chronicles and email us at summercampchronicles at gmail.com. Most importantly, check out our website regularly at summercampchronicles.com to find out our most recent set of prompts and to submit your story to come on the podcast with us. The music for the podcast was provided by Lisa Loeb. Lisa is a huge fan of camp, and she graciously allowed us to use her songs on the Summer Camp Chronicles. These and a bunch of other great camp songs are available on her album, Camp Lisa. Proceeds from the sale of that album are donated to help underprivileged children attend summer camps. We hope you'll check it out. As the years go by, I'll think of you inside. This is good night and not goodbye.